0: Hello and welcome to the new Rad Dads Podcast. It is a podcast by dads for dads. Today's podcast, we'll be talking about the do's and don'ts of dadding. Is that even a word? I really don't care. This is your host, Rob Schill, joined with my co-host, Salvatore Minervini. What's up, everyone? After a long hiatus, we are coming back with a vengeance. Sal, all five fans know me, but they really don't know you. So why don't you introduce yourself, age before beauty and all that. What's up, everybody? Just so everybody knows...
1: Rob paid me to be his co-host because he asked all five of his fans and they all declined. (laughs) I'm a dad, a husband, son, and brother, born and raised in Jersey. Pretty handy. I learned from watching my dad. I typically do all my work around the house unless it calls for major stuff. Uh, During high school, I managed Italian deli, worked in construction. After high school, went to college, got my civil engineering degree, and... I also like bourbon and
0: cigars. So now that we have Sal's resume, that was great. Uh, so for a reintroduction, I'm Rob, born and raised in Jersey. I live in, in the same town I grew up in. I don't know how that happened, it just happened. I guess call me a townie. I guess you say I'm handy like Sal, but that would be a lie. You know, I have degrees and stuff, but they're really irrelevant for this podcast. But I mean, Sal, you can give us your resume again. Um, so Sal came up with this idea to talk about the do's and don'ts of dating. And before I get into it, I want to open the floor to him. So Sal, why don't you give us the definition of dadding or what your definition is? Well, just before this podcast, I Googled the word dadding and it's actually a word. I had no idea
1: it was. I, I just off the top of my head, you blurted it out. And if you, it's listed in the Urban Dictionary. Well,
0: that's not Webster's, is it?
1: <laughs> the definition for dadding as found in the Urban Dictionary is care for offspring in a very male way. A woman must have wrote that. Often, but not always, accomplished with beer, TV, and half-truths. They forgot They forgot about the bourbon. Successful dating involves the child being whole and unmarked, clean, fed in diapers and or PJs, and napping asleep by the time the partner returns from whatever they're doing. I totally agree with Urban Dictionary definition. It's a good thing your
0: wife's not here to hear this.
1: <laughs> she won't hear it. Don't worry, now. But I'd like to add a little sensitivity to it. Dadding to me is being there for your child, good times and bad, talking to your child when they're upset, taking your child to school on the first day and last day of school, and, you know, sometime in between, (laughs) attending all of their school and team functions, being them for when they fall off their bikes and scrape their knee. Tell them to get up, shake it off. It'll be fine. Or we'll have to go buy a new appendage from the store. Teach them how to ride a bike. Teach them, the, teach them the games you played as a kid. Teach them that it's okay to take the hard path in life. Not everything is always easy. Um, it only makes them stronger. Teach them manners and to stand up for themselves. Rob, I'm sure you will agree with me when I say school today is a lot different than when we went to school in the 90s and 2000. If you had a beef with someone or someone had a beef with you, it was handled after school and that was it. It was over. Done you know you beat the crap out of him or he beat the crap out of you the next day you guys are buds uh with social media shit shit continues man we're trying not to curse sorry <laughs> we didn't even make it through your first solo what is that what is that we were trying to keep it clean
0: i swear what does
1: dating mean to you
0: uh i think it's i think it aligns with it with everything you just said i think you know I have two boys. My my experiences are much different than yours, um, as Sal has three girls. Um, but I, in the in the long and short of it, it's being there for your kids, right? So a lot of a lot of boys, my son's age, which is you know the pre age for the older one, and you know kindergartenish for the younger one, they have a, they play a lot of Fortnite. They play a lot of sports. They go outside and dig holes and think they're digging to the other side of the world and. They enjoy that until the lawnmower hits the hole and dad gets real pissed off. <laughs> um, but they, in all honesty, it's always to be there, right? My son, uh, for him to ride his bike, took two years, three years, and that's not because it's not because of persistence. It's because we went out only three times in those three years, right? It took him, it took him falling off a couple of times, being a little bit scared, overcoming that, and then when he was ready, he did it. It's not always when the parents ready, right? And I think that's that's important for dads, new dads, old dads, whoever, to really understand is it's not your life. It's not you trying to try try out for the all star team. It's not you trying to make, you know, the travel soccer team. It's it's the kid's life. So, one approach for me that that I focus on is asking my kids their thoughts. Like I'm not going to. I will send them to, to the summer camps. Not right now because of this whole COVID crap, but. I send them to summer camp to get better at sports, to have fun, to do whatever they want to do. They're not sitting at home playing video games all day. But at the same point, you reward them to let them play video games. It's Even now, it's much different. You talk about school being different. Look at everything. You look at video games. When we played video games, uh, Mario so remember, Brothers, yeah. Donkey Kong. Mario Brothers, <laughs> Donkey Kong, whatever we were playing Madden, it wasn't a social. It was social when you were in that person's house. But it wasn't social activity for the whole grade to be on playing One Fortnite, yep. talking about skins, talking about pickaxes. I don't even know what else. So I do play the Fortnite, the Fortnite, um, because to monitor what's going on. I actually learned that from another father in my son's grade, is he kind of played just to see what they were doing, understanding who he was talking to. Not really to play the game, but more to, you know, he enjoyed the game too, and, and I enjoy the game. It's it's entertaining. I don't the attraction like my son and his friends have. I don't have it. I go and play with them to hang out with them. I do what they want to do. That's great. That's that's good uh, uh, father and son a long time. Yeah. So I mean, so we you know even dragging your kid out to go hiking, you know, sometimes that doesn't really. Um, sometimes they don't want to do that, but at, but at the same point, you want to make sure to get them to do things, even challenge them on things they want to do. But if you bring a friend or you bring two friends, might. Two boys don't love hiking, but now they won't shut up about it since we went out with two other families and hiked a mountain, and they didn't complain the whole time. And you know, it's incredible that that the difference, the dynamics, the you know, the the energy, and you know, even something as stupid as Gatorade. Someone of the parents bought Gatorades for the kids, and you know, we had such a good time. They got walking sticks, oh, so
1: it's, it's all about making memories. You yeah, know, you, you, you take them to something different or try something different and, and if it's a great experience, then it's something that they're, you know, they, they, they file that right in the back of their memory. That's something that they'll never forget, you know, and years to come, they'll be telling that story uh, at dinner time or, you know, or at the holidays, they're retelling the story how, Dad, it was awesome. You took us hiking and we had Gatorade with, with, you know, with these other families. It was it was a fun time.
0: Yeah, and I apologize for us. We're trying to keep it as independent from our families and dropping names of, of our friends because they're not the ones entertaining in this, and we're going to do the same. We'll keep you know, our families kind of private. We'll eventually slip. I have no doubt about that. But as of right now, trying to keep it at a, at a higher level, we'll dive in and, and understand that. Um, but from that perspective, I think over the life of this podcast and, and what we're we're really bringing to you, we'll dive into all these different topics, all these different things we want to dive into. And I think one of the biggest things, like dating, is all about creating memories and supporting your children. The rights and wrongs. No matter if it's good, bad, indifferent, Um, we my my son is Chatty Cathy, and you you have to kind of educate them that hey, everything you say in the house, you can't go and tell everybody with that. If we're talking about something, so something that's as sensitive as money, or something that's as as sensitive as family dynamics, which are always entertaining for you know broken families, which you know I'm from. Sal's not. that always comes into play. And and you have to educate your children that, hey, everyone knows you're a six or a nine-year-old and they understand you're going to be very blunt and tell the truth. And that's the innocence of childhood. But at the same point, you try to educate them for them to be aware enough to say, dad, you know, I didn't say this, but I was thinking this. Thanks for telling me and consulting them and really being their support structure, right? there."
1: consigliere yeah, there let, let them know that it's okay to come home and tell you things uh, you know they don't have to be a closed book they don't have to be afraid to 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 you know be be forthright about something something that they may have done in school but i uh it's it, the hardest part in my opinion is trying to get the information out of your child when you know they had a rough day at school or something happened during the day you can you can tell just by looking at them that something ain't right but trying to get close and and, and trying to figure out what it is 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 my biggest challenge with my my kids
0: yeah my my son's had he stands up for himself to say the least and he's had a couple run-ins where he he did things he shouldn't have done But he also understood that he had to go and apologize. He also later on realized that he was in a situation where he could have done something, hit a a kid, which would have been freaking great, right? It would have been a trip to the principal's office. But he decided not to, walked away from the situation, and came home and told us about it. And I appreciated the fact that he knew enough that... He got on the kid's fate, confronted him, didn't do anything about it other than confront him and walked away. And that's what you want. There's very few, even adults who have that self-control to understand that that's wrong. And it's really incredible that, you know, me and I say it all the time is like, we're doing something right. Like it's, you know, it's a learning. It's It's a, it's a, it's always learning. You're always learning. You're always, you're malleable because you have to change to your children's personalities. Both my kids have much different personalities as I'm sure yours do. Oh, yeah, they do. Ha- have you ever had this happen to you? Well,
1: it's my kids are very different in our house when we're together than they are at people's houses. I mean, at least that's what I'm being told. So my kids are at each other's necks here at the house. But if they go to their friend's house together, I we, we we're told that, oh, your kids are so sweet. They're so nice. They're... They play together and please this, thank you that. And me, that's 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 great. You know, that's that just shows that what we're teaching at home works. I just wish that they continued while they were
0: here. I think it's because (laughs) not that it's an act, but I think it's more that they feel comfortable when they're home. Yeah. And they'll open up and be aggressive at home and have confrontations with their siblings. But at the same point, when they're out, they know they have to be on their best behavior. Pretty much every time we go out, I don't know if your parents did this to you, no matter whatever, grandparents' house, aunts, uncles, it was the talk in the car was best behavior, you're not talking about anything that's inappropriate, uh, no, whatever, inappropriate jokes, no, like, especially when you get the preteens, a whole nother conversation. But like, it was always that conversation. And my sons realize that, and I think my younger one doesn't fully understand it yet, but my older one definitely does. And you see it, it's the same thing. Home, much different person than when they're out. We've had parents say the same thing, like, "Oh, your kids are angels." I'm like, "They're fooling you." I'm like, <laughs> I'm "Like that doesn't I, happen." I know.
1: Growing up, my parents told me, if you ever go into a friend's house, don't ask them for anything. Don't tell them you're hungry. Don't tell them you're thirsty. Don't 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 touch the refrigerator. Don't even look at the refrigerator. That, you know. And uh, of course, now I tell my kids, if you're at a friend's house and you're thirsty, you, you ask the mom, "Hey." You, can I have some water? Water, that's it. No, do you have iced tea? Do you, there's none of that.
0: The, the only time soda and iced tea is in my house is on a special occasion. Yeah, my kids aren't allowed to have soda. So, I mean, we could talk about the, the different intricacies over, you know, in another episode. But I would say, for me, it's very important that my kids, so there's two things in my house that I drink every day. Water and coffee. That's it. Now, if I have a soda, it's a treat. Or if it's like, Right now, if you know the heat wave that's kind of going going through is, is crazy right now, so sometimes instead of like an afternoon coffee, I'll, I'll opt for like a Diet Coke or something like that. But the kids, it's water, we have um, a water cooler, and really it's more chocolate milk or an apple juice. Like my wife buys like Capri Suns, but like it's a special occasion when they get that, yeah. or like the honest juice boxes, and we have those. But are they really honest? Have you looked know. at their labels?
1: <laughs> I want to I I uh, jump back to something you said before. Um, when you said, you know, when, when something is private happening in the house, conversation uh, that we're having with our kids or just the adults and the kids are listening, we made the mistake to not tell our kids, hey, what we talk about in the house stays in the house. It's not for anyone else to hear or understand or you don't repeat it. So there was that one time, that awkward moment, when one of my kids said, Hey, Dad, didn't you say this about that person? <laughs> oh, did I want to crawl under a rock? So that... <laughs> Trying to backpedal from
0: that? Yeah, it wasn't, oh wasn't fun. That's... Uh, I, we haven't had that happen, which is good. What we have happened um, is more of stuff that they've said to relatives or something like that where it's just very inappropriate and I didn't not it was inappropriate, it was just a very innocent comment and they didn't even they don't even understand it was wrong. And that's how innocent it was sure. And the person who it was said to didn't even tell me. Someone else told me and said, Hey, listen, your son said this. Not don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at like you know, I'm just telling you. And I was like, "Thank you." I was like, "I will talk to him about it because he didn't know. He has no idea." Right. Yeah. So, you know, from from that perspective, it was it was a good learning experience because thank God, because to that point, like, holy crap, boy, <laughs> I, I, God knows what we could have said that. You know that that they would repeat. I mean, all in all, a, a lot of times they things that they overhear or think they overhear. You, you know, they don't even they don't even fully grasp with the full conversation. And they pick up a piece, and they're like, "Oh yeah, let me repeat that." So, it's, it's funny. we
1: were having a conversation, with me, and my wife, and, and the kids. And my oldest daughter in the background, she she yells out, "Dad, we know more than you adults think." <laughs> and I was like, "What what does that even mean?" I said, "Well, how, how do you, how do you know? What what do you know?" She's like, "Well, my
0: BFFs." <laughs> I guess
1: there's a whole lot of talking in that. Oh the, my god! I know,
0: I know. When they're on Fortnite, they're like chit chatting and like. I mean, so my son really predominantly only only hangs out with with boys. They're chit-chatting like any gossip group, any like incredible. I don't want to bring like gender specifications into it. So I mean, any gossip group, I think is is pretty generic, and they're, I mean, they're they just talk about everything, everything and anything. I mean. And the group of kids that he talks to is such a dynamic group, so different. You know that there's some jocks, there's some non-jocks, there's some kids who are really big video He's, gamers. Does he play? Does he talk to only people that
1: are like that he knows? Or just, only like, from all that- no, okay. there's only kids? No, there's only
0: kids. So what
1: we do, which is a good point, right? Because I'm, I'm not, I'm not a gamer. I'm not familiar. I mean, I've heard of Fortnite, I, you know. I, but I, there's no game. There's no PS4 or Xbox in, in this house.
0: We have two xboxes we have a switch oh, wow. we have ipads so i mean i and listen i i grew up on an xbox right so ever since i was in college i had an xbox and my son got an xbox and honestly up until about a week ago he really didn't play it he more played on his switch but the only game he plays he doesn't play Madden. he doesn't play fifa he doesn't he plays fortnite and that's really it and minecraft a little bit Um, for the building piece which I think is really cool for a kid they're building things building houses building like he's like dad check out my house it's really cool that's this trip so it's almost like uh, engineering architecture so I'm like "All right, I encourage that more than Fortnite but he enjoys Fortnite it's hand-eye coordination there's good things about it there's a huge social aspect about it for at least boys his age but we do monitor who he friends so his account is linked so and I'll put out a guide to this on the site in in the upcoming weeks. But there's a there's a way to link your account, your child's account, to your main Microsoft account to make it at um, within hmm. with within Microsoft owns Xbox for those who don't know and those who do know. Or we need the guide would already know that. But you can link it and see exactly what they're doing. You can monitor what they're doing. You can put caps on what they're doing. So there's a lot of good things about it. Uh, I enjoy Xbox more than Switch, more predominantly because I understand Xbox, really don't understand the appeal for Switch. Uh, my son uses it, I, I know gamers who use it, but it's, it's just not really for me.
1: I mean, the closest thing my kids got to gaming, um, one of her friends was talking about Roblox, so we, we caved, we said, okay, download Roblox, but it was on my wife's iPhone, and my, my daughter was playing it one day, and she goes, oh, I just got a friend request, I said, hold on a second, let me see. Some strange person. I said, I have to sit. Delete the app. No more Roblox. You, so they you watch do. that crap on the news that you know p- these these pedophiles are are, are friending young kids. And I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to take any chances. Done. No Roblox in this house.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they do. They. Uh, my younger son plays a lot of Roblox. He plays um, with one of his relatives, one of his cousins. And they, he does. He gets a ton of friend requests, and we just delete them. He knows. He's good about it. He goes, Dad, someone friend requests to me. We go through, uh, we delete it out. I also keep track of it, so I go through and, and monitor it. and Monitor um, his also Fortnite friends and make sure that any of his Fortnite friends are his brother's friends because that's traditionally who he plays with. He's actually better than mostly. Like he's good at it, which is even scarier. So you know, if they, maybe he found his like little hidden hidden talent, everyone has one. Um, so, I don't know. I just, I just know that eventually, at least with boys, you're gonna come up as because that's what I've experienced with. They're eventually going to come up and and play these video games, and if they are, you have to instill not the fear of God because I don't think that's I don't think that's needed necessarily anymore. But you have to educate them. Even now is more more important than ever with social media with all this yeah. stuff going on like social media terrifies me having two boys social media terrifies me I don't even know how you're feeling um, but I'll tell you okay. like
1: <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to avoid that like the plague I mean my daughter my daughter's going into 6th grade my oldest daughter and she's already asked for, for a phone um, and some of her friends they got from graduating from 5th grade going into middle school some of her friends uh, got phones Another one of her friends had a phone, and and she's already started. My her their cousin in Florida, she's nine years old. Her parents gave her a phone, so now my oldest wants. It's I, I, I'm not looking forward to that conversation. It, it's it, it scares the living daylights out of me, especially because once once they start with the phone, well, Dad, my friends have this messenger account. I want to talk chat with my friends, and then my friends this, and it's like it's just it's a big snowball effect.
0: That's nonstop, right? So even though it's a snowball effect, I think the the application that really bothers me is TikTok because I really don't understand it. I mean, I think
1: it's geared more towards kids. It's grabbing kids' attention. Um, and I, I've been seeing a lot of things on the news about TikTok, how they're spying on people's phones who have the app on their phone. So I, I tend to stay away from any of that. I, I keep hearing my kids about TikTok this and TikTok that, and I keep joking with them oh are you talking about a
0: clock <laughs> i mean this whole podcast is littered with dad jokes it's, it's pretty i i would love for any of the listeners to tell us how many dad jokes are in here we'll keep count think uh, i'm not exactly sure we're, we're pressing five at least maybe maybe seven uh but definitely you'll see them come out right we're dads where we have dad jokes we, we embarrass our children it's all there it's all it's all part of dadding and some of the stuff we say may, may we may show our age Yes, that's true too. I, I'm surprised Sal didn't talk about Atari when we brought up video games. <laughs> I remember Atari when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> my father loved it. Oh my god,
1: Atari! Those rubber joysticks. Oh yeah, <laughs> I never
0: had one. The first thing we had was Sega. So that was uh, that was the bit, and it was big. It was it was a gift for me and my brother. So now, how did you pronounce that? What Sega? What? Uh,
1: see, we call it Sega. Same thing, Sega. No, you're saying Sega. We right. used to say Sega. Sega. <laughs> like S A Y G A.
0: Oh, and there's Sal's phone. Great. Nice. nice, nice professional podcast here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's okay. Don't mind the phone in the background. That's us just telling us we have to wind down shortly. <laughs> that's that's we're not a, we're not a sound. we we're, we're, we're not in a studio. We've <laughs> muted all our cell phones. Can't do anything about a house line. (laughs) Who still has a house line? Like seriously. You know how many times I considered cutting out my house line.
1: But I still got the the freaking phone on the wall.
0: I know. It's amazing. (laughs) He also has an intercom system. Which (laughs) which is priceless.
1: My, My phone on the wall has a 30 foot cord. Remember the 30-foot cord when we were kids? Yeah, you almost got strangled <laughs> by your parents on it. Can, uh,
0: my wife wants a, uh, a house line too because it makes sense for the kids so that the kids can give out a number because we don't want to give them phones yet. Our kids are still young. I think, I give you credit, you've held out until middle school. I think that's going to be the breaking point for us because they start going out, they start riding their bikes with their friends rather than have a phone to call us. Um, but guaranteed the first like phone we give them it's going to break so well I got
1: my daughter it's called the Gizmo Hub it's by Verizon it's a watch yep but it's got cellular capabilities four contacts that's the only people that are in the phone that can call my daughter but you can't call the number direct so if I gave you the number and you tried dialing the number you can't get through you got to go through you got to be invited by one of the parents my wife my wife or myself and that's you. Ins- you download the app and you install install Gizmo Hub, and that's the only way you can contact. There, you know, there's there's messaging, but it's it's very minimal. Um, but m- why we got it was because we moved to the other side of town, and we wanted my oldest daughter to finish up in the school that she started, and my to my middle and my youngest they switched schools. So when my mother in law picked up my my. My middle, my youngest, she would call my my oldest and say, "Hey, this is where you're going to meet me," so she can reach out to her on the watch. And there's no phone, there's no games, you know, there's no social media. But I, I like the Gizmo Hub. I think it's a better alternative.
0: So if I had Verizon, I'd go with that. I think that's a good option, and I think that's actually something we should talk about in a future episode of of what the options are across the multiple, the various. Um, Cell provider. So you have AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, and T-Mobile.
1: So and, any of you dads out there who are looking for an alternative to a cell phone for your child, check out the Gizmo Hub by Verizon. I think it was a $10 activation line charge, and it's only
0: 5 bucks a month. That's that's a steal. It's and th- $5 a month. <clears throat> I think we'll have to put that in the liner notes. I'll throw in a link. I'll find it and throw it in there so that easily accessible but
1: it's not only for when my daughters are at school if one of my kids goes to a friend's house she gets the watch and (laughs) hey you know and you know it's got gps too it's actually pretty cool so my oldest daughter was going to a um i don't know some people call it goosey night some people call it cabbage night mischief night whatever part of the uh, world you're on let us know what 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 you call it (laughs) but i um i gave her the watch I set a perimeter on the watch and the GPS It that I got a notification on my phone that she arrived at her destination and the, and I would get a notification if she went beyond that perimeter. Nice. So it, it, it's actually spot on. It's actually really good. I like it.
0: That That's pretty cool. I like that. Um, I'll have to look into that though. Funny enough, we don't have, we don't have Verizon. So we'd have to come up with a, with another option because Sprint doesn't have really anything. I don't think. All right, so for for our last bit, I think uh, we, we're going to institute a dad lesson. And we were trying to keep this clean, um, but since we already screwed it up at the beginning, <laughs> since Sal dropped, dropped whatever curse he did and I dropped the F-bomb, Sal, you can have the honor of sharing our first dad lesson.
1: So the first dad lesson for the first episode of our podcast is don't shave your scrotum. With a straight razor. And that goes for you, little Timmy out there. <laughs> now, if you have to ask us what we
0: really mean by that, don't even consider a straight razor. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that's pretty much a wrap from our from our standpoint. I do want to thank our sponsor, Burger, Bergen Brick Oven Bar and Grill. The first 10... Um, Listeners who go to Berg and Break Oven will receive a five dollar discount if you say, if you give them the discount rad dads. But you have to be in person. So unfortunately, right now, in in the state we're in, um, there's no inside dining. It's only outdoor dining. So those of you who are listening to it who want to go outdoor dining, most of you are going to be family and friends, and know Berg and Break Oven already just tell the owner of Rad Dads and he's going to keep track. First $10, $5 off your bill. Ask for the owner, Nick. Yeah, ask for the owner.
1: Yes, and tell him Rad Dads. Yeah, tell him Rad Dad sent you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Be sure to tune in to our next episode where we talk about COVID-19, what we love and hate about it. If you like what you heard, please smash that follow or subscribe button. If you have any questions, comments, or want to give us some feedback, hit us up at the rad dad show at gmail.com that's t h e r a d d a d s s h o w the rad dads show at gmail.com thank that's you and that's a wrap